two of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain. So what is the snake oil of this part of the 21st century? I've got to suggest the blog post that that I read said it's life hacks. We hear about them so much, life hacks. And this blogger says that uh, life hacks are the snake oil of today. By the way, in case you don't know what snake oil is, I'll tell you what that means in a minute as well, in case you don't know. That's today's Project Distinct brought to you by Distinction Nation. If you like to get a free, hey, by the way, this is no life hack. It's just free information. You just go to distinctionnation.com. You can download workbooks, free ebooks, even a 14 day audio program on how to create personal distinction in your life and in your career. It's all there for you, absolutely free. All you got to do is join the nation, distinctionnation.com. You know, I was talking about snake oil, and it occurred to me, you know, it's kind of like I mentioned to somebody, they sounded like a broken record, and they had no idea what I was talking about because they never owned vinyl. They never owned records, and so it didn't really make sense. Snake oil is a term that's been around for a long time. According to Wikipedia, it is a euphemism for deceptive marketing. It refers to the petroleum-based mineral oil or snake oil that used to be sold as a cure-all elixir for many kinds of physiological problems. As Wikipedia says, many 19th century United States and 18th century European entrepreneurs advertised and sold mineral oil, often mixed with various active and inactive household herbs, spices, and compounds, but containing no properties of snakes, as snake oil liniment, making frivolous claims about its efficacy as a panacea. William Rockefeller Sr. used it as a cancer cure. Patent medicines that claimed to be a panacea were extremely common from the 18th century until the 20th, particularly among vendors masking addictive drugs such as cocaine, amphetamine, alcohol, opium-based concoctions or elixirs to be sold at medicine shows as medication or products promoting health. So in other words, snake oil is a euphemism for deceptive marketing. And my buddy Mark Sanborn, the author of the ginormous bestseller, The Fred Factor, sent me a link to a post that says the problem with the hack culture. This is from Brad Stolberg, and I will have a link to this post in the show notes. But he says, venture down the self-help aisle of any bookstore, and you'll see it littered with titles about hacks, quick fixes, burning fat, and accessing mystical-sounding theta brainwaves. We're told a superfood can help cure cancer, a new routine will fix our motivation problems, and that a brain training program will teach us how to learn a language in five hours. None of this, according to the author, is new. In the field of self-improvement, there have always been snake oil salesmen ready to promote gimmicks disguised as legitimate answers. But he says the internet age has ushered in a whole new era, the maddening proliferation of hope, Clouded in, and I love this word he invented, bro science. (laughs) Bro science. They're going to talk about using polyphastic sleep to hack your energy levels. Dump a stick of butter in your coffee to energize your breakfast, and it'll keep you feeling full all day long. Yeah, no kidding. You just dumped a stick of butter in your coffee. All these hacks carry a similar message. If we only did X, Y, Z, then our bodies, minds, and entire lives will be transformed for the better. 
Well, that is so true. Hey, you've heard me talk on here uh, previously about what I think about 10xing. You know, if you're making 100 bucks, we can get you to 1,000. But what if you're making 100,000 bucks? No weekend seminar is going to get you to a million. It's just unbelievable what people are agreeing to and buying. I saw a post on Facebook, and we shared this among our group of Larry Wingett, Mark Sanborn, Joe Calloway, Randy Pennington. And the speaker said that the only thing holding you back from where you want to be and anything that you want to achieve in life is your mindset. Your mindset. Other than that, anything. And as my pal Randy Pennington posted, I guess my failure to have an NBA career is not because I'm too short or too slow. I just didn't have the right mindset. <laughs> I, you know, I said, I'd, I'd love to be Pope. It's not the fact that I'm a Methodist or not the fact that I'm married that's holding me back. It is, I don't have the Pope mindset, evidently. Look, part of what we have to be to be distinctive is willing to chart our own course. The first of the five factors of iconic performance for my new book, Iconic, is that you play offense. You, you go your own way. You're, you're aware of what others are doing, but it doesn't define your approach. Yet, part of what we see here is that people continue to fall for promises that cannot be delivered upon. The blogger writes, quote, the promise of a quick fix exploits our innate human desire to save energy and finding a simple answer to cure our ails. It's not like people want to be fooled. Rather, they set out with good intentions, believing that someone has truly discovered something new and there is that's there to offer a helping hand and some guidance on an issue that they're having. And therein, he says, lies the tragedy. So many of the hack salespeople are exploiting those in need. He writes, and I thought this was very profound. He writes, it's easy to sit back and blame the buyer, to laugh at those who really think that a homeopathic pill filled with water, saline, and God knows what else that hasn't been clinically tested will cure their rare cancer. Or the dude that thinks some oil mixture will help him put on 10 pounds of muscle. But he says, the reality is that the onus shouldn't be on the consumer of information. It should be on the writer, speaker, or influencer who has the power to make a difference. I love this next line. You ready? When you have a platform, you have a responsibility. Too often, he says, that responsibility is left by the wayside, and the pull of more followers and more money tempts someone into hawking whatever new fad will bring them more notoriety. Sometimes this belief is so powerful that the founding hacker actually deludes himself into thinking his respective hack actually works. It's a complete mess. I couldn't agree more. What we have to do is to get away from the one cure takes care of all. Uh, we need to get away from thinking about there's a silver bullet, a, a magic potion, a panacea out there that will solve the problem and realize we've just got to get on with it, right? We just have to do what we know is right and what others help us with when they do so with sincerity and with integrity, and they don't mask the fact that it's not going to be easy. Look, if you're listening to this podcast thinking that I have this prescription for distinction that is going to be easy for you to attain, I, I haven't done a very good job of explaining the truth. I have a prescription for distinction. 
I talk about the four cornerstones. I talk about the five factors of iconic performance. And everywhere in my books and in everything that I talk about, I try to say just because it's simple doesn't make it easy. Dribbling a basketball, you know, taking your hand and bouncing it on the floor, that's not that tough. That's pretty simple. But try to dribble the way that Michael Jordan did. It might be simple, but it's a long way from being easy. What we have to do is to get back to the common sense, the basic approach that to be good at something, you have to work damn hard to get there. Matter of fact, that's the last line of this blog post. He says, it's time to move on from the hack culture and just do the stuff that actually works. That's our challenge. Let's do the stuff that actually works. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing this podcast. And I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow on the next Project Distinct. You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. To have Scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources, check out distinctionnation.com for free videos, posts, and more. To have Scott personally deliver his message at your next event, go to scottmccain.com. Please share today's message on social media and make sure to subscribe to Project Distinct on your favorite podcast app. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of Project Distinct. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.